0: It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you
1: did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at quiz.fox.
0: Well, welcome to the Jason in the House podcast. I think you're going to like this one because... We're going to sit down with Carly Shimkus. Now, if you don't know Carly, you've probably seen her on the network. Certainly anybody who's watching Fox and Friends and Fox and Friends First, you you know her. This lady, she is perpetually happy. She's happy. She has a smile on her face. She is so fun to be around. It's one of the pleasures I've had uh, at uh, being at Fox News is getting to know her a little bit. And She's going to come sit with us here in a moment. We're going to talk through. She's got a new book. It's a cookbook. It's a Fox News cookbook, and uh, we're going to talk all about. It. It's great for the holidays, good gift giving, and uh, yours truly, Jason Chaffetz, and well, really more my wife Julie Chaffetz has a. Uh, we got a fun recipe in this cookbook. Um, it's kind of taking all the different cooking segments from Fox and Friends and then putting them together, but kind of telling the backstory too with some photos and. It's really pretty cool. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, But before we get into that with Carly, uh, we want to talk about some stuff in the news. And then we're going to highlight the stupid, because as we always say, there's always somebody doing something stupid somewhere. So uh, let's start with some things in the news. And, you know, we're right around Thanksgiving here. So a couple things to highlight. Uh, One is I saw that Lee Greenwood is retiring. Now, Lee Greenwood, if you recall, uh, he sings, God bless the USA. It's one of the great patriotic songs, certainly a more recent patriotic song. We can all, you can, when you say it, you can hear it in his head, in in your head. He's, he's just this iconic figure, patriotic man. I've had a chance to meet him a couple of times, shake his hand, have a chat with him, get a picture with him. Uh, Just a great, amazing talent. Uh, He's getting a little bit older, so he's going to retire. Good for him. An incredible singing career. Um, but Lee Greenwood, uh, just hats off to you for being a patriotic American and sharing your talent with all of us in those patriotic moments. Um, just a great artist overall. Also out there in the news, another artist is, uh, Taylor Swift. Now T Swift, I mean, their stuff happened all the time. Uh, but <laughs> there's a trend out there that ain't so good. And she kind of highlighted at a concert recently It's which was, will you stop throwing things out on the stage? Now, she said it in the very, very nice way. But I've seen this in all different genres. People throwing things, bottles, t- you know, stuffed animals. Who knows what it is? This has got to stop. I mean, I'm not saying anybody that's listening to Jason House podcast is doing this. But, you know, as Taylor Swift said, look, somebody can step on this. It can ruin a career. It can severely hurt somebody, including me. So quit doing it, um, folks. Can't be doing that. But uh, I thought it was interesting that she had to highlight this. All right. Another thing in the news, Gavin Newsom, the leaders of San Francisco. Come on, folks. Come on. You got President Xi of China coming to town, right? By the time this podcast airs, he will have already been to town. But they went and they cleaned up all the homeless stuff on the routes in which he was going to drive a world leader coming to visit you have the president of the united states you have the world leader and and, um president xi from china and what do they do they hose down clean down get rid of the homeless on the streets. so so san francisco looks like this super clean nice desirable place it's a facade now somehow the imperative to get those streets cleaned wasn't good enough for the regular residents the People that pay the taxes, the people who live there all the time, the businesses that are there. Oh, no, it's just got to be those world leaders. And then I'm sure they're going to let it go and become the disaster that it is before President G and President Biden showed up into town. It's just, it really does bug me. It needs to be highlighted out there. And um, it's just, anyway. The other thing, last thing I want to mention in the news is Olivia Dunn. I think that's how you pronounce her last name pronounce her last name um d-u-n-n-e she's the lsu gymnast um she has 7.8 million followers on social media and um there was a headline in i think it was foxnews.com about what makes her swoon and she being the marketer master marketer she's like giving master class lessons on marketing her lesson was um that you got to be a gymnastics fan and come to the gymnastics meets. <laughs> and I thought, oh, okay, that's what makes her swoon. She just packing the house, getting tickets sold. Good for her in that way. All right, time to bring on the stupid, because you know what? There's always somebody doing something stupid somewhere. All right, I'm going on up to this one. I'm going to win this contest. Somebody always doing something stupid somewhere? Well, that's going to have to be yours truly because I actually clicked on that article that says Olivia Dune, what makes uh, her swoon. The fact that I clicked on it and read it, that's about the stupidest thing I've done. What a waste of time that I did. Not that that wouldn't be interesting to some people, but... I can't believe that I clicked on it and I looked at that and that is just absolutely stupid wasted time on my part. So I am crowning the stupidity of the week. I'm going to go ahead and award that for clicking on that article and wasting the, I don't know, 45 seconds that I took looking at that. All right, time to move on and bring on somebody who's fun. She's put together a great cookbook. I'm really excited to talk about it. She's just so fun to talk to. No matter what. So welcome onto our set it coming in here. Carly shimkis Carly in Hi. the house. Oh, Thanks for goodness. joining me.
1: I feel a little underdressed right now. You're in a suit. I'm in sweats.
0: <laughs> you just <laughs> got let's, off air. Let's
1: paint a visual picture. The reason I uh, put my sweats back on is because I was wearing really uncomfortable heels on Fox and Friends first, and Fox and Friends, and my feet were killing me, so I said, "All right, I'm going to put sneakers all on." The time. And then I was like, "You know what? Let's just do the whole thing." It does. Oh, we should tr- we should trade shoes and see.
0: <laughs> I do a few more flats than yeah. you do. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, you look comfortable. You I
1: look great. Feel it, and it's yes. Friday, and I'm so happy to be talking to you.
0: Well, thank you, thank you. No, yeah. I you've been going. Th- what? Okay, so when you do Fox and Friends mm-hmm. first, yeah. What time do you get here? What time well, do you wake up?
1: Well, that. Uh, is a uh, particularly interesting question today and yesterday because of everything that's going on right now. Yeah, And there is so much breaking news. So our show now starts at 5, but we started at 4 uh, today and yesterday uh, to cover it all. And when we start at 4, I set my alarm for 11.45. So it's a p.m. wake up.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's a p.m. wake up. So what um, time do you go to sleep? Honestly, around like 8, 8.30,
0: yeah, that's a solid three hours. I know, I know. That's like an impressive three hours. I am dying inside. But look at your eyes; you're like totally fresh. Thank There's no bloodshot, nothing. Yeah,
1: um, I try and schedule in a nap. So, guess what I'll be doing in my office after this?
0: Yeah, you're.
1: You, I'm hitting the snooze button a couple times.
0: Let's not do that in the middle of this podcast. Yeah, but.
1: no, I have I have some juice left in me, uh, but yeah. Um, normally, it's a like, uh, one one thirty wake up. That's yeah. Tough. But I want to I want to it's very important for me to put my son to bed uh, because I don't get to wake up with him. So I have it's almost it's almost like repeating the same story every single night. I'm so my husband I'm saying, "Pete, tonight you're going to put him down. I I'm going to go to bed early." And then it's like 7:30 and I'm like, "What's another 45 minutes? I'll just do it." Right. And right. then you know, after you do that, you have kids. Then you got to kind of unwind a little bit from your day. Just have a moment to breathe for yourself, and by that time it's like eight thirty ish on the early end, and then you know hit. It's gotta help now that it's
0: getting darker earlier, right? You
1: know what? To be honest, that doesn't matter because I'm so tired all the time. I could sleep standing. (laughs) I don't give myself many compliments, but I could truly sleep positively anywhere, like in the middle. We're looking at an elevator bank right now, right in the middle. Just. Lay me down and I can go to bed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if I see you laying in the hall, I won't wake you up. No, just, I won't do I'll it just here. Step that would be unprofessional. Over you and yes. You keep moving. Thank
1: you very much. Thank yes. you very much. What about you? What's your schedule like? You're all over the place now.
0: I, I have it a lot easier than you do in <laughs> terms of your schedule. My okay, so you got a superpower in terms of falling asleep and like waking up at eleven forty five. Yeah. One of mine is I can sleep on airplanes. Oh yeah. Like I cannot I will tell you the majority of the time. I will fall asleep before we get in the air. In fact, sometimes I'll kind of wake up and I'll have to scoot open the little window shade to like see if we're in are, the air yes. or still on the ground. I know.
1: Isn't it great?
0: Oh, I'm, I'm really good at yeah, it. Yeah,
1: I know. It's so good. And it's, it can be a challenge, especially if you're sitting where I sit, which is like the back of the plane and can, the, I would pay. And you're tall. Yeah. Yeah, I am tall and they, there's no leg room. Yeah. Um, and I w- I would pay up, but it's just so expensive. Like you can't always afford it, and then you're always in the middle seat. It's um, do you know who Bill Burr is? He's a comedian. He's like yes. it's like poor man's first class when you sit in the back of the plane and then the, nobody's next to you, so you sort of get to.
0: Oh yeah, that's you why know, you, you okay. There's secrets little... here. You should always get a window seat. Yeah, because then you can lean left or right, yep, right? Yep, you yep. know, you, you, I, I hate the aisle.
1: Can I tell you something about window seats though? I do have a fear. It's it's an unnecessary fear. But I like aisle because I'm afraid the window's going to crack. Every time I sit next to it.
0: <laughs> really? And
1: then if you're sleeping and you sleep on the window, I'm like, I can't do that.
0: Because you might fall out?
1: Well, it, what if the window cracks?
0: Right. Because they crack all the time. Well, you
1: never know. What if you're the first?
0: I. All right. That is an unnecessary See, fear.
1: And I'm sorry. Well, now I bet you next time you're on a plane, you're going to think it and go, I wish I never. Oh, no. No. You're okay on that no. one?
0: I have done... Over four million miles just on Delta.
1: Oh, you're a Delta. You're a Delta guy.
0: I'm a Delta snob. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I yeah. like Delta too. I do.
0: I, I well, and they're a hub in Salt Lake City. I've flown them all the time. I think they got the best service. Yeah. I, I'm like. I really like Delta.
1: I like Delta, uh, JetBlue. I like because they have snacks. They have bigger size snacks, so that's a, a perk. But my um, my husband now lives in New York City with me, which is it all boils down to
0: better pretzels.
1: <laughs> no, well, they have like those full size snacks on JetBlue, which I appreciate. But I I used to fly Southwest all the time when he was in Chicago, going back and forth, and um, I would. I I like Southwest, they have sort of a a weird boarding situation where you have to, like it goes with how quickly you check in. I
0: pay the extra $15. To do like A1
1: through A15. Um, But I am good at falling asleep on planes too. And there have been so many times, and I'm sure because you fly a lot, the, I mean, the delays, and then you sleep through the whole delay and it's like an hour. (laughs) And then you're, how, how much of a bummer is it when you wake up though? And you're like, we're still in New York?
0: Yes. (gasps) You' kidding me! I thought it was. That's home. Why I say. You put the shade up, and you're like, "I'm still in the tarmac." Yeah. Like, what? I know what the heck. Well, well, that's an amazing schedule. But mm-hmm. congratulations on this new book!
1: Oh my gosh, thank you. Cooking so with friends. Much. Yes, and you are a part of it.
0: I know me and my wife Julie.
1: So okay, actually, your story is one of my favorites. So the book, Cooking with Friends, is a. It's the official Fox and Friends cookbook. So it's a compilation of all the Cooking with Friends segments where. Right. A, a regular guest or host or anchor reporter comes on Fox and friends and cooks their favorite family meal. You did one with your wife. And then in, um, before you get to the recipe for each person, there's a little backstory to why the recipe right. is special yeah, to yeah. you. And can do you, your recipe, the recipe that you made, um, is a family recipe on your wife's side.
0: Yeah. Let's be honest. This is all about Julie here. Yes.
1: Well, her so
0: fetish background. Yes. yes.
1: And, you tell the story of her grandmother, who was an army cook. Yes, how cool yeah. is she?
0: She was amazing. You know, she passed away. Um, I think it was in two thousand. But the coolest thing about Julie's grandmother is she was born in eighteen ninety nine, and she passed away in two thousand. She touched three centuries. Oh
1: my god! And this
0: woman could cook. She she was really interesting. She said in her entire life she never wore pants. She always wore a skirt. Uh Uh-huh. And um and sure enough, we she lived in Arizona. Um Julie and I were dating and then we were when we were married. Uh And we went over to have these pancakes, the Swedish pancakes. And when we go over to her house, now this is Phoenix, like in August. Okay. It is hot. It is really, really hot. It's probably eight thirty in the morning. You know, it's kind of early, but it's not too early. Mm We pull we pull up and Julie's grandmother is picking weeds <laughs> in the front yard in her skirt. In her skirt. Like, no pants. And she's in her 90s.
1: Oh, my And I'm just gosh. like,
0: I think her husband passed away in the 60s. Wow. So she had been a widow for a long period of time. But I think that's in part why she lived so long. She, she was always busy. She dizzy. loved her family, yeah. cared about her family. She always had something to do. She had one of those old fashioned exercise bikes you know, with like almost the fan, you know, where you move the pedals yes, and it makes this fan go. I know exactly it's like what you're totally talking manual. That's no, so Nothing funny. modern about it.
1: Wow. She has.
0: There's a picture that we have of her on it, mm-hmm. which is, but she did stuff like that all the time. That so is if you're so 90 cool. picking weeds in Arizona before. Yeah, your grandkids come over.
1: That's amazing.
0: That's kind of the formula to live. And 100 it is years. cool
1: that she was a woman. In I what years would she have served in the army? Gosh,
0: I don't know. That was a while ago. We have some great pictures. One of the pictures in our own personal. Um, kitchen, Uh is her with a whole bunch of other women who are cooks at um, this Air Force base in Arizona. I'm forgetting the name of it. it,
1: Was it wartime when she served? Is that why? Or was it just a personal choice? She wanted to serve our country. We
0: may need to get Julie to clarify all that. Well, that's
1: okay. But she was, needless to say,
0: she she was this army cook. She was a great, um, I mean, she was just, she had these Swedish, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Does she have an accent? Yes. Oh, we were Jason and Yuli. <laughs> she could not get the J's out. Jason and Yuli, <laughs> yes.
1: and both of you have J names. Oh yes. How did you meet your wife? This is I'm supposed to be interviewing Sorry, I'm you just so about fascinated. your I, no, podcast. I genuinely, when I was looking through all the stories of the cookbook, um, because they were taken <laughs> from the segments when you yeah, did the segment, yeah. yeah. Um, and when I was working on that. I was like, this is, this is, this is my favorite story in the whole book.
0: Is you Well, you're very kind. That was, that was really fun because I took, I, I cannot cook. Okay. I'm, I, this is yeah. all Julie. Julie's, uh, you don't get a body like mine by missing meals. Listen. Come on. Come no, on. You're I got all a right. few too many pancakes yeah, right here. You're okay. Julie's a very good cook uh-huh. and that's kind of been passed on to each generation. She loves to cook. She enjoys cooking. Mm-hmm. And um, so we were asked to do this and, you know, you have to make something and um, Julie said, oh, let's do this. This is kind of unique to our family. Yeah, yeah. So, but we're both cooking and um, I remember, I I think I was standing next to um, Steve Ducey, and I decided to go for it and try to flip it (laughs) like in the pan. Wow. I thought, all right, this is either going to go really well or it's going to be a total flop, but Mm -hmm. that's probably good TV too. Totally. And I I flipped it, and I nailed it. You're listening to Jason in the House. We'll be back with more of my conversation with Carly Shimkus right after this.
1: Pull up a chair and join me, Rachel Campos Duffy.
0: And me, former U.S. Congressman Sean Duffy, as we share our perspective on the discussions happening at kitchen tables across America. Download from The Kitchen Table, The Duffy's, at foxnewspodcasts.com, or wherever you download podcasts.
1: Did you really? You know how to flip a pancake in a pan? So...
0: I keep trying to do this at home, and it's almost always a fail. Listen, Julie's looking at me like, "What are you doing? You did it
1: once You're on making live TV. A huge mess. <laughs> that's amazing.
0: But on TV, for whatever reason, I nailed you it.
1: Na- it's because when the spotlight's on ya, you, you perform the per- exactly.
0: Oh, and I got taped to prove it. Yes, it yeah. was a lot of fun.
1: But it was a, a cool project. In um, the do book- you like to cook? Yeah, I do. And um, but, uh, but I'm no, I am no means like an expert chef, and that's why. This book coming into my life at the time that it did was perfect because I was pregnant at the time. So when you're, as you know, I mean, you're not, you're just naturally not going to go out to restaurants as much right. as you do when you don't have kids. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I have been cooking a lot more, and now I'm incorporating the, some of the recipes from the book.
0: Well, they are a good array of recipes because there yeah. are a lot of people that really can cook. Yeah, like the deuces can. Oh, totally. Can cook.
1: He and also Steve is one of my one one of my cooking inspirations i love his cookbooks
0: they're so, oh you gave them to our daughters so they're a great too. gift yeah. like this one I think is going to be a great gift cuz it's just fun people you see other people you know you see Todd Pyro my guess is actually a, probably a really good pretty good cook he's, he's got the personal personality
1: Yeah, I don't know. You got a skepticism yeah, on there. I don't know if he's good. His recipe is his grandma's Sunday gravy. Um I'll ask him if he's a good cook. I think his wife does a lot of that. <laughs> but he's a good eater. He
0: he he would do it with enthusiasm. Yeah,
1: oh, he does. He does life
0: with enthusiasm. Yes. That's why, why I love enthous- him. He would be an enthusiastic show totally
1: but i love but okay
0: i'm not so sure he's a good cook
1: well he he one of the running jokes on fox and friends is there's a lot of food segments that we do and he never eats (laughs) he doesn't eat on tv did you know that okay i'm
0: gonna watch more carefully oh my gosh
1: yes please do but i love that about him because then i get to eat his portion which i (laughs) do well
0: i do it with pete hegseth every once in a while on the weekend shows yeah you can't keep Pete's hands off of the food
1: he has two um recipes in the book, one of them is his mom's It's kind of a surprising recipe. you think like steak and you know meat and potatoes guy it's a soup recipe from his mom oh. uh, yeah, I think it's a Minnesota wild rice soup for those sounds good those chili Minnesota nights and then another one, and I will do a little tease for this recipe is a Thanksgiving recipe that his family oh, has yeah um and the main ingredient is pink Jello, but it's a savory recipe.
0: Pink Jello. So,
1: riddle me that.
0: You know, w- Utah is the Jello capital of the world. Is and it really? So we'll have to. If it's not Utah approved, I don't know how good it could possibly <laughs> yeah. be. Well, I'll check with Pete on that one. Yes. But I remember doing a segment with with Pete, and somebody brought in ribs, like. Messy barbecue ribs. Mm-hmm. He is going at it. No shame. In the commercial. Love it. Haven't gone on the air yet. And I'm like, there's no way I would take the chance. First Bingo. of all, I'll be on my suit yep. be in my teeth be all in my. <laughs> he did not care. He was like, oh, ribs. Yeah. You know, and it's seven o'clock in the morning. I
1: know. But you, if you're going to wake up and, that early on a weekend, go to work, granted, yeah. Fox and Friends is fun, you got to look forward to some. Something a little yummy yes. on the side.
0: There's usually good food.
1: Yeah. And I think Fox and Friends weekends feeds you feeds you even more than regular Fox and Friends. There's always oh, a food segment totally. on, on the
0: weekend. Totally. Yeah. Or a
1: competition.
0: Well, somebody will come in and they will be cooking stuff, yeah. making stuff. Yeah. Or one, some donut maker will come in and say, "Hey, we got donuts." Totally.
1: (laughs) Or sometimes it's gross. I remember on the weekends once it was around the holidays, and there were all these candy canes that we ate, but they were terrible. It was like pickle candy cane, (laughs) terrible flavors. Um, And you just gotta try it. You gotta, you know, if it's food. This is a a fun cookbook,
0: and there's a lot of rest. Like it was bigger yeah, we set this up. We were going to do this podcast, so then I got it. I'm looking through it. I'm like, there are a lot of recipes.
1: I know it's stuff. a lot of yeah, it's really cool. And I really like the pictures, too. It's a fu- It's just a fun book yeah. to have in your kitchen. There are genuinely great recipes. And if you watch Fox, you will now know more about the people that you see on TV through what they like to eat and their it favorite tells their family story meal. a little bit yeah. absolutely. And and it's it's just a fun book. I love how it turned out. Harper Collins did. All the fun little Americana details of it as well. So, yeah, it was a great project to work on and put together. And it's made me a better cook working on this.
0: So when you grew up, like, so let's go back. Where were you born?
1: So I was, uh, I'm from New Jersey. Sorry Um, sorry about that. Well, you know what? I grew up about, about, I would say about two, depends on traffic really, but (laughs) about two hours outside the city. So kind of closer to Pennsylvania.
0: Right. It's beautiful out there
1: it really is i mean yeah. it's called the garden state for a reason a lot of it's horse country a lot of farms right um and were you yeah, the only i didn't i didn't even know only about child
0: that. do you have brothers sisters
1: uh i have a sister uh-huh she's a little bit older than me she's great she lives in a princeton area still um and i didn't even know about the negative jersey stereotype until i went to college i'm not yep. i didn't know I'm, I'm here to stand up for jersey uh, so yeah so well, it, one. and also um my family my parents are big Fox News viewers. So oh. it was like ingrained into my existence ever since Did they I was watch born. watch every
0: episode of everything. Oh
1: it's around, it was around the clock. Yeah. I mean I was watching Fox and Friends when I was getting ready for high school. And now the same with Brock. That child has watched more Fox News than any kid. That's good. B- born this year because it's always on. <laughs> he was born when um when the um, Chinese spy balloon was flying oh, yeah. over, do you remember that? That's yeah. that was like the day he was born. So you were
0: watching that on the.
1: Well, I remember being like, I was like watching. in a d- post-labor days, and I was like, I'm, I know there's something about a balloon in the sky. <laughs> I'll never forget that news story because it like coincided with him, and so it's like early, like his first days on Earth. I was like googling what's the latest on China and <laughs> the dangers of this balloon. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about well, okay. that. That's how he came oh, to Having disorder. a baby. Yeah. 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 You know, you got to prioritize. So, where'd
0: you meet your husband?
1: So, um, we met at a bar in the city on my 23rd birthday. And uh, yeah, we've been inseparable ever since.
0: That's cool. I remember thinking really when I good. met him so that so we were no So, no blind old. date or anything? No blind date. Did he have some good, cool pickup line or did you pick him up? What, well, <laughs> come on. I'll how did you, you the break de- the ice? I'll give
1: you the deets. Okay, so he was with somebody he went to college with. They were, they were there. And then I walk in with one of my girlfriends. And hit the guy he was with, not the greatest. Yeah. And he kind of, he was hitting on my friend in sort of an aggressive way. So he came in and sort of like, was like, all right, guy. man, like back off a little bit. Yeah. Sort of saved the day. Yeah. And then we started talking. And that's how I met him. So
0: th- that was a... Come
1: on. The night in bad shining cop, good armor. armor. Yes.
0: Was it was that a setup was like it w- hey, you go in and be aggressive then I'll come in and be Mr. Nice I Guy wish it and were. they'll like me?
1: Was that like <laughs> No, it wasn't him, a setup. Th- th- the guy by the way who he was with is turned out to be a great guy. I will not say anything bad about him. I think it was just a bad moment. Uh, but yeah, that's how I met him and then he moved to Chicago like I had I had mentioned. So we were a long distance marriage for a, a oh, decade. Wow. Yeah, for 10 years. And then um, when I That's got pregnant, hard. he moved back. Yeah. It was, yeah, it, it was just, Fridays are, were always exciting. You got to, you know, see them. Sundays were terrible. You know, I mean, with going going back and forth to Washington,
0: yeah,
1: you know, how... It's hard. It, you, it just, like, takes you out of your comfort, and then you got to get on a plane, and then get to where you're going. And your flight If you love far. your
0: wife and adore your kids and stuff, it's really hard it really to be is. gone night after night after night after night after night. It's totally. just, you know, so... And you're newly married, yeah. and, uh, you know, FaceTime and phone calls just not the same as I being know. together. But
1: thank God for FaceTime, right?
0: FaceTime is pretty neat.
1: Yeah. Like, you did you have—what what years were you in Congress? When did you first get elected into uh, office?
0: 2008. I was there—2008 no, is when I was elected, and I left in 2017. How so.
1: old were your kids?
0: Like— you know, right in grade school and Yum. high school. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just hard. Particularly our youngest. You know, she was kind of first grader when I got going, and
1: oh, that's such a good age too. Right.
0: All, well, and I kind of missed well, pretty much everything. Yeah. So that that was our. I mean, that's ultimately why the primary reason that I left is mm-hmm. just life was unbalanced.
1: Totally. Yeah. It it has to be easier for. I never thought about this before. It really has to be easier for congressmen and women who live in virginia and oh, maryland totally
0: are so jealous
1: that is fascinating because they could
0: get on a train or they could just drive yeah and and the guys on the east coast if they wanted to go home for the night and then come back the they next could. day they totally could
1: oh wow
0: and um but us folks out west you know it's so a hall did you have
1: a place in dc and then obviously you, you would yeah. have to yeah. it was in the
0: rayburn building i slept in my office
1: didn't know. I was stop one it. of those
0: office dwellers.
1: Did you're like me? I'm going to take a nap in my office right now. Yeah. <laughs> After this,
0: <laughs> give me a few more minutes. And, and I will conk, we'll wrap conk this out for a good two up. hours. No,
1: yes. I, well, I got. I clearly, I've got a stretch of time right now on my hands. Oh, that's uh, so. You d- you didn't have an apartment or anything like that. I uh,
0: mean, yeah, I had to save money. I know. You had and um, DC is expensive. So, expensive. and I'm working all the time. Like it's yeah. actually a better deal for the taxpayers because. You work all the time. I I, I would call, you know, a two-hour time zone difference to mountain time zone. So I could call till about 10, 10.30 at night. I could still keep calling back into Utah. And then there comes a point where you kind of, all right, let's get, you know. But then it, if you're going to do the job right in Congress, particularly when I became chairman and whatnot, you have a good hour and a half to two hours of reading every night.
1: Oh, you have to. All the bills, and some of them are like h-
0: committee hearings, pages long. and you're going to question a witness. You can't just show up, and a lot of members do. You can't just show up and read the briefing paper, you know, two pages and then ask somebody a substantive question.
1: Can you tell when
0: people oh, are slacking? Oh, totally. Are there totally. people
1: who slack that are like notorious for it? Oh, yes. <gasps> yes. Name names.
0: There that- <laughs> there are, there are, There are a lot of people who just show up and kind of all right, what questions should I ask? And, the, and they'll, staff will, you know, oh, here, sir, you might well, want to ask safe this. Safe districts, right? Yeah, but then they don't know. Uh, the, the magic of good oversight and good questioning is the is the follow-up. It's questions two, three, four, and five. Like I would tell younger members, I said, now listen, you're way down the dais. You're going to be two, three hours into this hearing before you get to ask a question. But if you do this right, you're going to listen to the responses and then you're going to get the best follow-up because you're going to say, you know, sir, you said the border's secure, um, but let me cite some statistics for you. So right. what what would be secure? Like if you say secure, how many people coming across, you know, yeah. gotaways, how many gotaways is acceptable? Those are going to be the much more probative and yeah. much more, um, and I said, look, if you want to, make a name for yourself and actually get some. And you know, by then the witness is kind of worn down. They're not up as much on their guard. They're tired. So and they're more prone to give you a just candid answer because they just want to get to the next.
1: Like they want to get out of there. They
0: just want to move on.
1: So do you think that these hearings are actually effective? Because a lot of times oh, yeah. when you see them on TV, it does oh, yeah. become a sideshow where you have congressmen and women, And it happens on both sides, just trying to say the thing that gets them on TV.
0: Oh, there's a lot of that. I think social media in general has changed the dynamic. But you actually,
1: when you're in there and say, for instance, it's not a televised hearing, you you actually take something away from them that could help form a policy position for you. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I think for the most part, look, you'll see a lot of members, if not most of the members, when it comes time for that member to ask a question, you'll see a staffer just off camera go right up with their phone, as in, and they're filming their boss asking the tough questions so they can post it up on social media. And you're just like, okay, yeah. so okay, well, now we understand what they're doing. You totally,
1: know? yeah. But,
0: you know, a lot of that's good. Some of it's a little over the top. I
1: think I agree. Some of it is good, but a lot of it is over the top, too. And yeah. it does get play. It gets airtime. Yes, um, but yeah, that's that is certainly okay. So interesting. we
0: were trying to talk about you. And wait, your honestly, life. you're you so, much, so good. Wait, but you're, you're segue- so much more
1: interesting than I am.
0: No, you keep segueing all the time. I have like so
1: many questions. Like you,
0: re- you're really good at like asking questions. <laughs> like it doesn't matter. Like we're gonna come around and let's let's find out about you. No.
1: Oh, shoot. I had another Congress question. Was this like
0: how you, when your first date, like, you're Oh, my gosh.
1: My number one question for my husband was, how do you pronounce your last name? Because there's a silent G in there. And to be honest, to this day, I don't even know how to, we pronounce it differently. I swear. He's from Memphis. And, well, he was born in Dallas. And his family pronounced it, his last name is, Either Buchanany or Bucanani. I'm not I'm still to this day not sure. <laughs>
0: you know you're married, right? Yeah,
1: I know. And um we didn't you even live together honey? for a, for a while. Well, his sister pronounces it Bukinyani and he, his whole family pronounced it that way when they lived in Dallas, but then when they moved to Memphis they went with <laughs> Buchanany. I don't know why. And so I, if I had a daughter, I was like, oof, is so much softer. Can we pronounce it that way? But if it's a boy, maybe I'm okay with Bucanani. It's been a whole thing. I'm not <laughs> sure, Jason, how to even pronounce my last you're name. you're
0: easier with Carly.
1: Carly's a little bit, yeah, Carly's Is that easy. a family name? Uh, Sh- Shimkus is my maiden name. Yeah. It's my father's name. <laughs> why right. do I have to think about that? I had to think about my yes, name. Yes, it was your father's yeah. name. Yes, Shookis is my familial name. Yes, and then yeah, Carly's an easy one. No, no, not but a family is it name. Carly, Carly. Yeah, yeah or that's That's, that's just not
0: it. like a nickname for. No,
1: no, yeah, no. Just okay. Call so me wait, Carly. let's go
0: back here for a second because we only got a little bit left. But you're going to high school. You're watching Fox <laughs> Friends, whether you want to or not. Yeah, right. When did you decide? Like, I want to do that. Yeah, I can be that person. I know.
1: Well, um, I think my mom says that I, I wanted to be on TV and in a news capacity ever since I was younger. I think she, I I think I want, I was showing interest in it even before I realized it myself.
0: Well, you're an outbounding personality, right? So did you have like a natural curiosity? Because we're sitting here and you've asked me like more questions than (laughs) I've asked you. I'm telling
1: you, you're, you're so interesting. And I, I, I wanted to ask you about the, the speaker's race, but I'll I'll hold myself back from that. Um, so I've always also been interested in politics. When I was right. younger, I was in student government,
0: and you know, what well, were you?
1: Uh, I was the vice president. Oh,
0: vice president! Yes, I was. Not um, a vice president, obviously.
1: but it worked like you're the vice president if you get the second most votes. Oh, okay. so it wasn't like I ran for that position; I just lost. <laughs> I lost the president. <laughs> my neighbor, my neighbor, Logan Wensler, won class president. And he's a great guy. We're still friends. But I was VP. <laughs> he was on the football team. You know, he was popular. And he's also a good guy. Um, so wait, where was I? Oh, yeah. And then when I. Um, so your mom knew that like. She did. And then when I was in, in college, I interned for Fox. Oh, you in the, in the D.C. Bureau, too. So I oh, I met good. Chad Pergram. I met Griff when I was Ooh, an intern. You met, you met
0: Chad Pergram. Yeah, he took
1: me into, the, like, the underbelly of the Capitol, you know, with all the... Chad
0: does know all uh, the catacombs of, Yeah. Yes.
1: Did you um, serve with John Shimkus? Yes. Yeah. No no relation. But I met him um, when I was an intern. And I was like, no way! We have the same Shimkus, last name. Shimkus, Shimkus, yeah. Yeah. He was nice to me when I, think I was an he's intern. Illinois. He is, yeah, yeah. he was. Is yeah. he is he Republican?
0: Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, he was a good guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I did, I've covered a lot of the congressional baseball so, games and he
0: was on the team. Oh, that's a fun thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a pretty good trajectory to getting to Fox. You were an intern, then they they did they hire you?
1: Yes. Did so they so I was an intern when I was a junior and then my senior year I just I I knew that I wanted to work at Fox. I did. And I had a couple other internships. I think the most For anybody that's has a child that's going to college or going to college themselves, I think the most beneficial part of college right now is is that it leads you into an internship because that's really how you can get your
0: job. Yeah, you gotta start networking. Yeah, and get a mentor and 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 then so what was your first job job at Fox?
1: So I was the green room greeter for oh, FBN yeah. and it's where you pick up the guests That's from the front. Fox
0: Business yeah, Network. Fox Business Network. So and, somebody shows up to do a shot, they they ring the bell, they come in security and, exactly. and then somebody and then they, greets them. Uh,
1: and that was me. Yeah. I greeted all the guests. And very shortly thereafter I became Don Imus' assistant because I missed the morning with Simon right. Casted on Fox Business before mornings with Maria. And he that's really an early
0: morning too. Yeah.
1: You know, with each step of my career up the ladder, I've gotten up progressively earlier. Like every promotion is like Oh, oh by the way, gosh. it comes with your alarm getting pushed up by an hour and a half. Oh,
0: that's
1: But hard. I'm like, thank you for still wanting me to
0: be here. <laughs> that's
1: how I love my well, I'm just happy to be here.
0: Figure out how, how much you want it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah it does yeah. So then, yeah, through Imus, uh, he really, so I'm forever grateful for him, helped me. He knew I wanted to be on air. So he would have me read viewer emails. And then Neil Caputo yeah, started well having experience. me on and Gutfeld with Red Eye back in the Red Eye days.
0: And, yeah, it's been and a great And here journey. you are. Now you're doing cookbooks.
1: And now we're doing cookbooks. But um, yeah, so I love the cookbook and I love talking to you too.
0: Well, I talked to you in the hall, but this is good to talk with the microphone I know. sitting right here. You're
1: great to know because I, it is even, no matter how much you cover Congress or politics, the, the rules of Congress are very straight, wonky. They're weird. They are so. They're how strange. did you? Okay, can I ask one more question? Permission to ask. Uh, when did Permission you finally granted. feel comfortable with the way it works in Washington? It can't be day one.
0: Uh, about four years. Right? Yeah. Because you the the rules are so weird and different. And once you kind of learn the rules...
1: And who teaches you those rules? Do you uh, kind of you just, just piggyback? You
0: know, the, I think the dirty little secret is leadership doesn't want you to know the rules. <sighs> because they have more power and more control if you don't understand how the rules work. So... It's not just, um, you know, your typical parliamentary procedure. There are very specific things you can do and how you do them. And I remember, and the other thing that's really, um, I purposely asked to be on the budget committee. Paul Ryan at the time was the, uh, the chairman of the budget committee. And I wanted to learn it because it's not GAAP, like the general accounting principles. Anybody who has a business background or something, throw all that out the window. It's like the opposite of that. There's it's just when government can print its own money and can do its own things, it, 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 the rules are just totally different. And it took me a couple of years by being on the budget committee to understand how the appropriations process works. Wow. So I did that for a term, and it was as illuminative. I mean, it, it really showed me what... How
1: much waste there is? Oh, is the waste, with?
0: fraud, and abuse is just stunning. But what you figure out is that the overwhelming majority of our federal budget is automatic programmatic spending. It's not this discretionary spending where, hey, I want to cut you know a few billion dollars from the EPA, and that's going to balance our budget. It's like, that doesn't even cover a day's worth of spending in this country. Yeah. So. That is gets to be like you start to realize how shady and how incestuous and how dirty the business is with the American taxpayers money. And that gets you like more fired up. Like you just like, oh, yeah.
1: So is there a way to balance the budget if we really
0: like want Just We're going to need another podcast for that. Oh, my gosh. Yes.
1: Shoot. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm so sorry. I'm coming. I'm commandeering no, this. But this
0: is you know what? It's very. Um this is who you are. I can tell to the <laughs> core, like you're inquisitive. That's good. That's what it takes to take on your job, right? Well, it's great. Because if you have, I think this is what makes you really good on here. You, you have this unbounding enthusiasm. You always got a smile on your face, Aww. but like, you know, your stuff, Thank you You know, it's one thing to be like, oh, okay, but it's at a whole nother level to know. And if you don't have that natural curiosity, you're not going to think through these things. And you've been doing that for a a while now. Right. So that shows that's in part why you've, thank you've gotten you. this job that I think a lot of people want to have.
1: Oh, well, I was just, thank you. First of all, thank you so much for saying that. That's so nice. Um, and I was just talking to one of our now, um, We call them college associates now.
0: Yes. Oh, much more.
1: Yes, very formal. Yes. Um, College associate. College associate. And if if they work in the summer, they're summer associates. Oh, yes. Uh, But, you know, the intern position. And I thought what she said was, I know this girl is going to be successful because she said something that I worried about, too, when I was her age. And she was just honest. She was like, sometimes I just don't feel like I know enough. And I was like, that's because you're 19 years old. Yeah. (laughs) You're not. You're yes. not supposed to. They do
0: recognize that you don't. Yeah, yes.
1: But because she was worried about it, I was like, but you know, just because you said that means that you're going to be okay and the yeah. way that you learn is through reading. Read the Wall Street Journal. Yeah. Read the op-ed Wall page. Street Journal. Is Listen to podcasts.
0: Foxnews.com, you go through that. Yes. Yeah. You're listening to Jason in the House. We'll be back with more of my conversation with Carly Shimkus right after this. All right, I got to ask you some rapid questions because okay, okay. I have to go get on the air. I know I was afraid. I looked at the time for you. I yes. know
1: it's nappy time for me. <laughs> okay,
0: god. Uh what was your high school mascot?
1: Um a we were the we were the wolf pack and I was A lot so, of
0: wolves in New Jersey.
1: Uh, are there no? Are there? I
0: don't <laughs> but even. Know. the Wolf Pack makes it writes yeah, I think of there are, hangover, are. there wolves in New the hangover, Jersey? The hangover. There are
1: wolf. bears, but um, for one time, I was. I was actually. I wore the wolf mascot too, like the oh. head team and everything. Wolf? Yeah, yeah. That, that was me. You're,
0: you're too. Young. I. N- I don't. You're I never young, watched the show, but I know I know the wolf. reference. All right. <laughs> um, wolf Pack. What was your first concert you went to?
1: Um, Ryan Cabrera. Do you know who he is? He had really spiky hair. He was like a pop heartthrob.
0: You still have a crush, don't you?
1: No, I don't. <laughs> who, I was te- who, was te-
0: <laughs> who was Why your Who was your teenage Who was your teenage crush? crush?
1: Who was my teen crush? It well, all the members of NSYNC. Well,
0: that's Pro- a lot of people.
1: Probably um, Justin Timberlake the most. You got to be your crush it's has to be. He's a pretty cool cat. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I like his
0: music. Yeah, I, yeah. I like him. Yeah. Um, pineapple and pizza.
1: Yes, absolutely. Carly, we were on such a roll. I'm a big pineapple ham person.
0: I don't yeah. have a problem with the ham.
1: Yeah. It's the pineapple that they <laughs> I got a problem know. with. On pizza? And then, you know what I makes like it better? I like pineapple,
0: but not on my pizza.
1: Put a little ranch on it.
0: Okay, I do Ugh. do ranch. Blue cheese is even better than ranch. Yeah, you're a blue cheese but man. But no, Carly, you and I need to talk.
1: Listen, I didn't ask for these taste buds. You grew up they in New Jersey. Came, they just came with me.
0: No, dude, do, 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 come on. You grew up in New Jersey. This is like a Southern California answer.
1: I've always been pineapple pizza. Someti- when I was in college, I would get Domino's pineapple pizza delivered to the library. <laughs> That's how dedicated I was
0: to the um, pineapple cause. Last Last question. Okay. Best advice you ever got.
1: Best advice I've ever gotten. Oh, Jason, what would it be? <sighs> well, I just had a baby. So my mom has been giving me a lot of advice. And it's all the stuff that you're like, oh mom, stop. But there is this strange thing about how people are like, don't touch your baby too much. You don't want them to be too, you know, dependent right. on you. She was like, throw all that out the window. Love on your kids as much as you can. That that's the first, that's the first thing that came to my mind. So I will say that that that's was the good best advice. Mom gives good advice. All moms. Well, do. You're listen a mom. to your mom. Yeah. Yeah. That's listen to a me. Good Rock.
0: advice. Yeah. Cooking with friends, it's a new book. It's like the perfect holiday gift book I it's think like so. the timing here is great with thanksgiving coming up with totally christmas yes this is yeah, thank it's you really for saying a fun that. book so congratulations
1: it's an easy gift to give people i could see it under a lot of christmas trees yes christmas.
0: no it's fun and the stories and the pictures and the recipes yeah. so carly Shimkes, your, thanks for joining us your
1: wife's grandma who was in the army how cool is that yes thank you for having me
0: thank you All right, you can see Carly is just such a fun person. This cookbook, I'm telling you, it's good. Um, It's fun. I got one so that I can, you know, give it to the family for Christmas. Um, But it is a good, good gift. Um, I want to remind people to rate this podcast. Subscribe to the podcast. We always have somebody fun, a little bit new, learn about a little bit about them. Hope you enjoy it. Uh, So subscribe to it. Rate it if you could, and I want to remind people you can listen to ad-free with a Fox News podcast plus subscription on Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. Um, Thanks again. Rate it, review it, subscribe to it, and we'll be back with another guest. I'm Jason Chaffetz. This has been Jason in the House.